0: and we have your Abby eat St. Louis small bite for the weekend of October 11th, 12th, and 13th. I'm your host Abby Larico, and Dory actually has the day off. But I was able to find a very worthy replacement. Worthy, I'm not. I, I don't know if I'm going to go much beyond worthy. Um, my co. Fellow reporter on Today in St. Louis, Mr. Ryan Henson.
1: Co-early waker-upper. Yes,
0: something like that. One greetings, of us Greetings, greetings. One of us is more awake in the morning than the other, but that's okay. Ryan, you know, yeah, last p- time you were on the podcast, it was you and Brandon Murano and I got a lot of really good feedback on that, um, especially when you guys were giving each other nicknames and stuff. I called you Meatball, and I haven't called you Meatball since then. I feel like I need to bring that one back.
1: Yeah, maybe you should. You know, me and Brandon, dynamic duo, so, you know, we're a tag team, so.
0: And where do I fit in in this? Yeah.
1: You kinda,
0: I'm like the babysitter. You're, you're
1: around. Yeah, babysitter is a strong
0: title. <laughs> babysitter is, it is a strong title. It is a strong job. Well, you know, thank you for being here. No I problem. know you have all sorts of intrepid reporting you'd probably rather be doing right now than hanging out in this booth with me. Um, the other thing is that producer Dory, shout out to my girl Dory, because I don't really even know what I'm doing with this audio situation. And hopefully, she hopefully this sounds OK, because uh, normally she takes care of all this stuff. Um, but, you know, we'll have your look ahead at the weekend in food activities as well as look back at the food news. But first, we want to talk about, again about our lightest food episode or story episode rather which was all about filipino food um please give that one a listen if you haven't gotten a chance to it is filipino american history month in the month of october and ryan you have not had filipino food
1: no i still need to dabble in it
0: you dabble okay what's your favorite type of like international food typically
1: I don't know. I'm pretty basic. I'm. You trying- are pretty basic. I see <laughs>
0: the stuff you bring in for lunch every day. It looks delicious, but it's pretty basic.
1: Yeah, I made some salmon yesterday. It was pretty good. We
0: all smelled it, yeah.
1: It was smelled good. Uh, okay, so do you like rice? <laughs> yeah, I do like you rice. Do you like
0: rice? Do you like pork? Yeah. Do you like um, th- like saucy things, like stews and things that are saucy kind of?
1: See, I'm real hit or miss. It depends on what it looks like, too. Mm -hmm. Ooh, interesting.
0: Interesting. So one of the interesting things we got to talk about in the Filipino food episode was that a lot of times my personal theory, as well as some of the other um, cooks I talked to, was that Filipino food doesn't get the credit it deserves because it's kind of brown and, like, stewy looking. Mm -hmm. It's not super pretty. But you've got folks like— Malou, Navarra, and the guys at Gorilla Street Food who are trying to make it prettier. So it's interesting that it you know, the way something looks actually Does matter to you. Oh,
1: yeah, it does. And the texture, too. But see, it could be like a brown stew, but it could just look like, for lack of better terms, feed, and then I'll just eat it all day. (laughs) So, like, it's real hit or miss, you know.
0: I feel like if I gave you some food, you would try it at the very least. Like, you seem like you would want to at least try food, yeah? Yeah,
1: pretty much anything in rice, you know, I'll probably eat most
0: likely. Right, right. Well, I'm going to have to test that oh. one out chester and i sometimes bring filipino food for lunch i know so. you
1: guys always do and don't share and actually we... that smells good though
0: yeah see the smell is to me the first thing smells good and then it has to look good for you so hope we'll find something good for you to sample on that so make sure you download that latest episode uh food story episode rather about filipino food um let's talk about some food news that's happened this week there's been a gofundme set up to keep tropical snow open in manchester um Snow, as it's affectionately known quite often on Facebook, they posted that they received an opportunity to purchase the lot and make sure that they can stay in that spot for good. But the asking price is something they cannot afford. They say they're a hardworking family. The business is their livelihood. They want to stay there in the community um, to do things for the community, but they don't have the any way to, as they say, generate the capital necessary to make this purchase. So they're turning to the Internet. They really want um, people to donate essentially to help them stay in their current spot because – it sounds like the lot that they're on is up for sale. If they can buy it, they can stay. If they can't, they might not be able to. And they say if they are able to stay, they're going to do things like farmer's markets and food truck Fridays. Um, this is the little tropical snow snow cone stand right off Manchester Road. Um, I've gone there many times with my family. My Uncle Bob is a big listener to the podcast, and he was one of the first people who took me to Tro Snow.
1: Shout out to Uncle Bob.
0: Uncle Bob, um, are you a snow cone guy?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. We, use that. we have a snow cone machine old. It's ancient, but yeah. we used to bust it out in the summers. always, just crunch up some ice.
0: It tastes like summer, you know? It
1: tastes like summer. It does. That's the exact way to put it. So
0: hopefully they're able to figure out a way to stay open. Uh, good to see those kind of businesses. Uh, you know, Getting that support from the community and then wanting to do something back for the community. Um, this one's a little bit different. I'm interested to hear what Ryan has to say about it. There is a first of its kind, they're calling it, nail bar opening in the Metro East. So the partners at the Business Journal are reporting that it's a Exo Lounge and Nail Bar, um, so you can have an elegant cocktail lounge and a manicure and pedicure space. They say customers will be able to order cocktails and beverages from the lounge iPads at every station. Those are going to be equipped with special ventil like ventilation systems to vent the fumes from the nail polish. But they're going to have like seasonal organic cocktails, mocktails if that's your thing, beer, wine, coffee. Maybe it's an early morning uh, pampering session. What are your thoughts on this, Ryan? Have you ever gotten a manicure or pedicure?
1: No, I've never. And in fact, it's funny this comes up. Um, I'm buying it. One thing that I hate about going into nail places is that smell, that alcohol smell. Yeah. They're getting rid of it. But most importantly, me and my mom were talking about this the other day. She said my cuticles look terrible.
0: You do need, I, I believe in manicures and pedicures for guys. I really do.
1: Yeah, I don't know about my toes. I don't know about them touching my toes and all that. But the manicures, they can work on my fingers. If I'm getting a drink, that's a fair trade-off. So I'm buying it. I'd go.
0: Yeah, okay. That's interesting. So maybe if you can have a beer in one hand and, like, have your feet getting... Taken care of, you'd be well, see, more willing to do I it. Well, see, every time
1: I do it, you know they got their feet in the hot tub, and then mm-hmm. sometimes they'll put the fish and sucking on the toes. I, I don't. They didn't know. say
0: anything about the fish in this one. Well, Maybe they know. won't do that one. I've here. been scared
1: away. I don't need anybody massage my. I don't like. They can work on my hands.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would go with you on that one too. go. I would go. I go. Would go. The, the tricky thing is just that I'm thinking about dust, and that's like a really specific thing to be concerned about. But if they're filing your nails, where's all that like nail dust going? If there's a cup of your drink right next to it, that sounds a little gross.
1: Quick shot of the under you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I don't know, yeah. but either way, that's going to be opening November 7th in Edwardsville. I'll, so I'm buying it. Yeah, I I really want to see you do a live report from there.
1: All right, I'll get it. Done. That would be
0: pretty hilarious. Um, and Ryan, I know that you've eaten in one of these restaurants recently. Two St. Louis restaurants have been named as having some of the best pasta in the country by Food Network. They named ninety eight of the best pastas in the country, and two of them from St. Louis. Being one being at Pastoria, and one being at Tony's downtown. Uh, Pastoria's pistachio ravioli, and their oh sorry, that was. And then the fettuccine with duck confit at Tony's made the list. Have you ever had either one of those? No.
1: And see, look, you didn't give me no update because I was at Posteria yesterday for lunch. I didn't get the pistachio ravioli. But, I mean, really everything on the menu is so good.
0: Everything is good there. But, yeah, I've never had anything I don't like. But pistachio ravioli, it's kind of one of those things that I don't know, to be honest, if I would – gravitate toward that if it didn't have a distinction of like being so great right you know? I know now
1: I need to try it so next time I go back and I know it's tough going to Pastaria. are always packed they are parking in Clayton is I think we all know how that deal goes but yeah. it's worth the fight it's worth the wait try and come in an off hour you know, yeah, lunchtime's really good. a good idea. Yeah, lunchtime Lunch- it was It was crowded, but we sat down right away, so it was great.
0: Yeah, and Tony's is definitely a good place to go for that, you know, classic white tablecloth experience. You get downtown. Maybe you want to be downtown near the Cardinals action happening this weekend, but you want something a little bit classier. You, you definitely
1: want to get a good meal before you go load up on drinks at That's the true. game, too. That's
0: true. You're going to get a lot better food at a place like Tony's. Um, so those are two g- things worth celebrating. Um, unfortunately, one more food story we have is that Cafe Ventana in the Central West End announced that they have closed. Um, so it's like a French Quarter-style bistro if you've never been there. Uh, it's known for New Orleans fare with coffeehouse seating, local art, always on the walls, live music. Um, they posted on Facebook that they are sorry to notify their customers that they'll be closed until further notice to regroup. Um, saying they hope to be open again soon to invite everyone back for great food, coffee, and conversation. Um, a lot of people posted on Facebook hoping that the restaurant will be back open. It's always a bummer when somewhere closes. You know like what? I'm that. thinking the
1: same thing because to yeah. me, I'm just like, that's one less place I can go eat.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and it's, seem- just, it's just, it's the place, it's the community aspect mm-hmm. of it. I hate seeing an empty building or oh, an empty storefront anywhere in the St. Louis area. And so it's kind of a bummer. So hopefully um, they can figure out what they need to figure out and be back open soon. Um, Ryan, I know you said you were at Pastoria earlier this week, but what would you say is the best thing you had to eat this week?
1: Hmm. I've had a lot of ballpark food. Yeah. Lately, I went to Ballpark Village to watch Game what three on Sunday. Went to Game four on Monday. Yeah. I'm trying to go back to Game one of the NLCS today, so I'll probably get more ballpark food. But yeah. Probably say I made some stuffed salmon with some wild rice. I outdid myself this time, and
0: that was what I smelled you eating the other day, and it actually did smell really good. You cooked that?
1: Yeah, I cooked that. You know, gave moms the night off.
0: You oh, know. aren't you special? What's your favorite thing to eat at the ballpark? Like, are it, what what's your favorite ballpark food? Whether it be ballpark village or yeah, I'm trying to
1: think. I had see at ballpark village. I had wings, and I and you can't quite get that at the stadium without yeah. paying an arm and leg. But you know, I had the classic. The hot dog, really, uh, yeah. The good stuff. Actually, I was at the Fox last night, and one thing I really wanted to try and did get a chance to do, one of the big buttery pretzels.
0: I love ordering the big buttery pretzel <laughs> at the Fox because <laughs> the way they describe it, just like you said, it's like um, hot, warm, buttery pret or hot, like oh, buttery salted pretzel. The way they describe it is. Almost poetry. Marketing it's so funny.
1: gets an A+. Plus, but they were out of it. And so they were like, come back during intermission. But, you know, with our schedules, I was mm. like, look, I got to go. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get one. So when You didn't I go back, see
0: the end of Hello, Dolly?
1: You know what? No, that's not my cup <laughs> of tea. You know, I kind of got drugged to that one. Musicals aren't my thing, but it was all right from what I saw.
0: Well, that's okay. I so gave it a shot. You did give it a shot, and that's the most important thing. So best thing I had to eat this week was actually um, – well, I was not in the St. Louis area. I try to stick with St. Louis recommendations, but this one's close enough. Down in Columbia, Missouri, I was there for a wedding of a former Five on Your Side co-worker, actually, two of them, a producer and a reporter, Jennifer Meckles. Uh, they got married, and so I had breakfast in Columbia, Missouri at a place called Berlin, and I had something called The Starving Artist, which was just A cool name first off but then it was like a biscuit with potatoes Mm. and this like um chipotle gravy and a Mm. poached egg on top oh it was so good so that was probably the best thing i had to eat this week so if you're down in columbia that's a cool little spot to stop by so, Ryan, I know you will not be hitting up any more musicals this weekend. Maybe yeah. a little bit of some Cardinals action. Yeah. So make sure you keep in mind all these weekend planner events should be based around when you're watching the games, okay? So mm-hmm. make sure Cardinals number one priority. You gotta
1: get the game spread right too. If Unless you're, you're bad
0: luck to watch, then in that case, here's some other things that you could be doing <laughs> this weekend. Um, Evercrisp Apples are back at Eckert's for just a couple days. So Saturday through Monday, you can stop by Eckert's over in the Metro East and pick up your pick up some Evercrisp apples, which are essentially a combination of the Honey Crisp apple and the Fuji apple. They are delicious. This is the only place in Saint, the St. Louis area you can get them. They're kind of a weird hybrid thing, but they're so good. So you can get those this weekend. Um, starting Friday at 4 through Saturday is the Oktoberfest at Soulard Market. We're kind of wrapping up the different Oktoberfest celebrations, but this is happening at the Classic Soulard Market. They're going to have everything you expect from a good Oktoberfest, including live music, lots of beer, lots of food, the Stein holding competitions, and all that jazz. So, they're not jazz. It's actually going to be tubas because they're saying, Uh,
1: Oh, there you go. A tuba
0: fest. And
1: they're going to have axe throwing. I think that's where I need to go. That might be the pre-game before the game
0: yeah I was gonna say get a little bit of that pre-game rage out just like kind yeah. of Yeah. or maybe you need a channel that or maybe we can get some guys from the bullpen out there and practice on throwing axes
1: well yeah well hold on maybe they don't need to be thrown Ryan's axes. like
0: no too far too far <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Sunday we have a couple different events include one is the Italian American Heritage Fest and parade um, this is the oldest consistently running parade in St. Louis um, it's something that happens on the hill they say you can only do it on the hill you want to head down early to get a good spot for the parade um over at Barra Park is where they're going to have the food the music the games and the italian culture that that part of st louis is known for the parade starts at 12:30 um again happening I'm sure there it'll on be the packed hill over there. absolutely absolutely yeah. that's always a fun. hopefully it's nice weather too um and then another kind of festival that's a little different but this is the first year they did it it was huge so the second year they're probably going to be even bigger um on sunday from 11 to 5 is the st louis veg fest at the world's fair pavilion and it's an all vegan festival that aims to educate people in st louis about you know things like animal exploitation and inspire people to adopt a vegan lifestyle it's not just food though they're also having like cruelty free cosmetics clothes Yoga, they're going to have speakers um, and all sorts of different, like medical professionals talking about the benefits of going vegan. Um, Whether or not that's something you want to do full time, kudos to you if you can adopt that kind of lifestyle. I don't know if I could, but it's a cool thing to kind of just check out and see how other people do it. Yeah. One thing to keep in mind though, if you are stopping by, um, they're asking people to refrain from eating. Foods that are not vegan. If you bring your own snacks or anything like that, so just be respectful. And it is a dog friendly event, which is pretty cool Seems too. Seems like a
1: good vibe over here. That's a vibe. That's gonna be. It's a, a, a vibe, especially a
0: Sunday afternoon. That's yeah. a good way to go into your week. I like it. Yeah. Um, and so once again, as always, make sure you double check with all the events before you head out the door, so you know that everything is going as planned. And let us know wherever you wind up this weekend. Tag us on our Instagram. We're at Abby Eats St. Louis. We love getting emails. Podcasts at KSD. Again, please make sure you've subscribed, leave us a rating, leave us a review, um, and let us know how you think Ryan did as the guest co-host this week.
1: I'll take a five-star rating.
0: Yeah, if you give us a five-star rating on the podcast overall, we can also use that for Ryan mm-hmm. and his performance review. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much, Ryan. Uh, and thank, thank you for having me. Absolutely, and thank you all for listening to us. And until next week, seize the plate.